Hello, today is Friday 12th of June 2020. This is Future Podcast and I'm going to talk with a young citizen of Uganda. Niombi Nolans. Niombi Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> yes, have, that one. <laughs> you have three names, okay? Yes, you are seeing this one on my email, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a Nyombi but on my passport is Nyombi Moritz anyway. Moritz, okay. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Just Norans, I like it because they used to call me Norans at school. Uh, it's like a nickname. Exactly. Okay. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You joined Fridays for Future in Uganda? Yeah, Fridays for Future in Uganda, I'm part of it. And there is another one called the Riser Movement which was founded by Vanessa. Okay. So I have been part of the, the journey ever since it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what we are doing is trying to emphasize like teaching people, calling upon everyone who has, who has that time, because nowadays they are saying they are busy and they are hustling because of food and so on. But those who have time, we call upon them to join us because at this time, we are only we youth who are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the youth students, and you know students, some of them, they don't have time for that. So mm-hmm. for us, our work is to teach, mostly actually to teach. When you get some time, we can go there and do some cleaning, like some bottles, prison bags, and so on. Mm-hmm. In, other, in other words, sometimes we can go to villages, we plant some trees. So just like that, we inspire more people to join us because we didn't numbers. If we are to do something, we have to be many. Mm. You are a so, student yourself? Me, I uh, know I quitted actually because of money issue, as you know. Mm. Yeah, at this time I had to do that. That's the only thing I can do to help my community and my country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had to start that because I was home, idle. So after getting decision from Vanessa, yeah. I accepted that. Then we started something. That is the thing you are seeing on Facebook, even on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But you say that uh, most of the activists are students? Yes, most of the activists are students. So sometimes it is very hard for them to do daily strikes to join us on the street. Mm. Yeah, you cannot leave your campus and just go to the street and do something. Sometimes mm. most of them feel ashamed. So they need the backup, you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we are together, like me, we have run out, the two run outs. There is Edwin, there is Vanessa, mm-hmm. there is Rayla, there is Evelyn. So when we are together as a team now, you don't feel miscarriage, like you don't feel, mm-hmm. you don't feel alone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can do some, but when you are alone, like me, I usually do my things alone because those people are far from me. And nowadays, you know, as we are in lockdown, mm. everything is hard to access. So we are unable to meet, but we are, we are talking to each other online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because now the, the, in, the, in the lockdown, the schools are closed and also the university. Is there an, any progress or any date in the future that it will go open? Yes, actually they have organized, uh, uh, like today, they announced that by 17th, I think, the mm-hmm. coming month, July, they will be 
opening up schools okay. for candidates only, only candidates classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, starting from primary, secondary, and tertiary students. So they will be opening up on, yeah, this coming month, around 17th. Okay. But now, as we, as we have been in lockdown, we decided to do it online, you get. Yes, I understand. Because yeah, many people have been online, people have been bored, so everyone is focusing on what is going on online. So we have been doing our activism online. You can be with your placard, uh, you mm. hold it, you take a snapshot, or sometimes you can do a Zoom like this one. Yes, you communicate to each other like that, like that. Like for yeah. me, I have my team. Actually, I have my group. We are mm -hmm. like 45, 45 across okay. the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about the other Congo forest, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that one, Congo rainforest. So we have been striking. For me, that is my Saturday. Yeah, ever since I started. But I've not been doing it daily because I have a lot of things to focus on. But that is our group which is giving us more focus and more attention to continue doing what we want and what we think is true. So we have our group. So we are always there on Zoom to communicate mm -hmm. to one another. And they keep on pushing us, telling us, don't lose hope, something like that. Some motivation words like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how we are trying our best. Because if there was no online, like there was no social media, and we happen to get this pandemic, then activism will be down. We all of us will be home, sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if, actually, we have discovered that this online goes viral more than, more mm -hmm. than here in our communities. Because here in our, in our community, we teach them, we emphasize them, we tell them what is supposed to be done. But at the end, I don't know, maybe they end up forgetting. <laughs> I don't know. But someone online have discovered when someone follows you, this is the guy who is always going to read your posts, share your things, and even give you some advice almost every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now with Aman, we have a we have a project called Rainbow Warriors. Eh? He hasn't told you about it, but he's going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is some like in Uganda here. The only way to to continue with studies, they decided to be producing actually to be sending people exams using newspapers. Okay. They set exams. Yes questions and answers. So they forward them to villages. Uh, actually, they spread all over. They send to town, villages, everywhere. So there are some people who have no access to it. Mm -hmm. And some who don't, who don't have access to it, they are using TVs to study using televisions. Wow. Whereby in some remote areas, like in a village down there, as you said, Soloti, eh? Mm -hmm. Said, you know, Soloti. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, down there in those remote areas, there are some people who, have, who don't have even a TV, even electricity. Mm. So Aman, when we told him about that, he said, maybe let's start, let's start something which can help those people. So he started up a fundraising thing, a GoFundMe yes. link where people can donate. Because now we are in two months and a half, students are not studying. Mm. And most of them are candidates now. How are how are they going to be helped? Because these ones in town, for them, they are able to get everything. If you cannot buy a newspaper, but you have a TV, even your neighbor is having a television, you get. Mm. Yeah, so in those areas, so we want to forward them at least something. 
Okay. Mostly to those students. Yeah, when you go to my timeline, I know you you see that link. You see those kids, they are there. Actually, it wasn't started by me, but because it was started by my friend, then I had to, to support him and his activists like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is the project we have with Aman. And we want more people to join us, actually. Mm. So that in the coming like six or five months, when we get some good some people, we can create a website. And still, that is the name we are going to use. It's called Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, I know Aman will tell you more about it because for me, I've not been in it mm-hmm. for long. Yeah, I've been focusing this, this okay. planting and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's, it has a multiple purpose. It's to educate uh, youth about environment. Yes, to, exactly. Yeah. And also to see what is important in, in their livelihood, how they can improve their lives. Exactly, because most of them actually they are, mm. they have no, they are, they most of them are orphans. That's what mm. I can say. And mm. here in Uganda, uh, orphans are not take, uh, are not cared of. Mm. I don't, I have never seen here. Yeah. So those people are, are down there suffering. However, whenever we go there, we first go with some baby trees mm-hmm. for them to, to to do what to plant. But when okay. you go there and you find their situation when it's not okay, you feel like giving them whereby you don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's so sad for me. I didn't continue with, with studies, as I told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, money wasn't there, and even my dad wasn't there for me. So if I have a chance to help them, I cannot stop. I just continue helping because mm-hmm. I, li- I wanted but I was unable to get what I want. Mm. And those kids are still young because most of them, are, they are seven, five, ten mm. years get. Yeah. So when you look at their future, like after some six years, most of them will go for marriage. Others mm. will, will become thieves. You get. Mm. Yeah. So that's how Aman got to, to join us, go to support us. And is the one managing that link. Okay. The one who created it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I will talk with Herman in one of the next interviews. So, Niombe, I see you as a very active person. And for you, what's important is the connection online because that's the only mm-hmm. thing you have now as communication. Yes. Okay. And actually, it has helped me. It has helped me because at this time, I, I have some people to talk to more mm-hmm. than those days. Mm. Those days I didn't have people because I used to go to my community, talk to your friends, mm. those ones who are willing to join because you cannot force someone to do it, you know? That's true. Yeah. It is just passionate. When you are not passionate, then there's no way you can do it. You can join environment yeah. fighters. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now, at least I have people like you, Joe, because... Mm. <laughs> I got to know you. Actually, I didn't know that you know Aman, but when you told me about Aman, then I had to, mm. I had to add you. Yes, those are the people I'm making now. Mm. Yes. So when people see you as an example, they might want to know more about it and also get involved. Yeah, like here. <laughs> but <laughs> I can tell you this. Here in Uganda, a few, I think, I can say out of 
100, it is only 12%. Okay. Those are the people who can come and ask you, but why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Have they paid you? <laughs> Some mm -hmm. of them thinks we are doing this for money. They ask you, have they paid you? How do you benefit? And you tell them, man, this is part of life. Okay. This, is, this includes even your grandchildren, however yeah. much you haven't got them. But this, this thing is dangerous, man. You have to explain, but not everyone is, is going to ask you, what are you doing? No, they will just okay. pass by and go. Yes. So uh, it is you to keep on doing it every day, every day. Because I remember this Vanessa Nakate's saga, eh? Mm -hmm. about racism eh? most of the people used to see us on street doing uh, do, striking about global warming about pollution and many of them were ignoring us but after mm -hmm. after seeing Vanessa on international TV BBC mm -hmm. uh, talking about the racism and so on they had to, to turn their attention to Vanessa I was surprised when I discovered that even this media they are only taking care of those who are giving out entertainment things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for last we are fighting for environment, they have decided to put us aside and they're hiding, they're hiding the truth. They know the truth, but they cannot tell the people because they know they will not make money when they start talking about the environment. Mm -hmm. And another thing here in Uganda, which is stopping people from joining us, one, when you go to street and strike, you are fighting the government. That's the first thing they will tell you. Okay. You are fighting the government. Yes, even police can chase you away. If they get you, they can even arrest you. Mm. Just because you are holding, black had written, enough is enough. We want climate justice. Or like, there's no planet to be, you get. Mm. I can't breathe. Mm. Pollution is everywhere. So when you, when you hold a placard with such words, for them, they think you are fighting the government. So they cannot accept you to be there for five minutes. Yeah. So I understand yeah. the striking is seen as a protest against the government. Exactly. And yeah. But I see also other things. Um, when I was in Kampala, there was a street that was opened for cyclists. Was it temporary or, or is this ongoing? I know it was, I think, temporary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have that one here. Hmm. yeah we don't have it actually I don't think if it, it will happen to one day so I, I had him saying our president I had him saying about separating motor, motorcycles from, from vehicles yeah. okay. he's planning for that but at this time we don't have it hmm. you can pass anywhere hmm. yeah everyone is sharing one road mm -hmm. yeah so that one I don't think it will happen soon maybe with time Okay. So, and at this moment, what is your biggest point of attention? My biggest point of attention is that I want one of the things to be approved. At least this plastic thing should be stopped. I think that that thing is very easy. Hmm? Yeah. Yes, that, that thing is very easy. We are in Uganda, we have some those trees which, you are, which we are using, make books, papers. Yeah? Mm -hmm. We are using trees. Those trees still can be used mm. and we remove plastics. Because yeah. whenever there is a, a party at the beach, you find the beach very toxic mm -hmm. because of plastic. You can see Lake Victoria. Uh, yeah. In our neighborhood here in Kenya, poison bags were stopped. You cannot carry anything in poison bag. 
but here in Uganda it's still active. Okay. People are using it every day, every day, every day. So those are the easiest things which can be which they can even stop right now. Mm. But they are not important at at all. We have bags. We can we can get paper bags. Mm-hmm. Yes, other than other than using poison bags, whereby when you want to burn them, still that is pollution. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I I was home. Then I will be showing you. Uh, actually, it is raining outside, okay. but on the street you can find poison bags. Mm-hmm. Many of them they are there. You say that in Kenya it has improved. Yes, in Kenya you cannot enter Kenya with poison bag. Okay. And it uh, was stopped th- in 2018 because I was there. I yeah. was there at the border. Yes, it was stopped. Even as we went there for shopping, they stopped us. I remember in Rwanda, even you, you cannot find it. The, the plastic bags, yes. what you call the cavera, is not uh, yes. found in, in uh, Rwanda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know even cavera. So mm. I think you spent a lot of time this side. Eh? I spent some time there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even in Uganda, they had brought this such called Tuveku Cavera. I think you have ever seen it if you're on Twitter. Okay. I even have a photo when I'm holding that hashtag called Tuveku Cavera. So that hashtag was brought so that they can fight Cavera, poison bugs. Mm-hmm. But because these government, the, the, the people who are managing that thing, they are paying a lot of tax. They are the ones who are producing those Cuveras, those poison bugs. Mm. They are paying a lot of tax. Now there is no way they can stop them. One person is having four companies in different districts. Mm. Just one. Because I have ever been at, at Rosilla, there is a company called the Pipeline. Pipeline, their work is to produce within bags, every kind of bag you know. Mm. Yeah. But when they, yeah, they used to fight them. For them, they said they were fighting them when they brought that hashtag to Vekukavera. Mm-hmm. I remember NBS, they, they paid NBS advertising that thing. It's another media here in Uganda. NBS to be advertising that thing, but after some six months, maybe they were stopped from advertising it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they are paying a lot of tax, and there is no way you can stop money because of Calvera. For them, that's what they think money first you get. But in Kenya, it is not there. It was stopped. By the way you can stop money. Because of Cavera, for them, that's what they money here and here. I know it can be stopped because not everyone is using them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing I want if they can work on it mm-hmm. because it is very easy. We have papers here, we have everything required. Even okay. if we were to carry juice, yeah, there are some there are some boxes which you can get mm-hmm. some good thing to help us. Okay, in carrying those things as they thing. we have we have boxes. We have trees where they get those boxes. I think that the solutions are there and we can learn for, mm, yeah. from the countries where they have implemented, like you say, Kenya, Rwanda. And there are mm. a lot of benefits. I think if people will understand the benefit of, of using the alternatives, they might want to use them. Because those plastic, they pollute the soil in places where there is a lot of water, it attracts insects and it attracts diseases. So this is not only a, a problem of the plastic because it, it gets in the environment and it stays there for long. So it yeah. will pollute the, the whole environment. 
and is yeah. actually also a, a threat to humans, not only to animals, but it comes back to the humans. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But now everywhere is polluted. You can go and check the lakes. They are polluted. You cannot get those fish you used to get. Yeah, come like now it has rained. You can go and check the trench. You find a lot of, I don't know, wastes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so actually where I'm right now, our city is it's not okay. You cannot stay here for quite long. Maybe mm -hmm. when you are ready to get diseases, then you can stay. Yeah, this is the Kampala. And the good thing you have ever been here. That's the good thing. I've been there and I know it's uh, a huge work even to get these new habits. But mm. my hope is in the countries that have implemented, whether it's Kenya or Rwanda, maybe Senegal. There are some some countries. If you look at America, it's, it's like the state of California has banned the plastic bags. If you look at Belgium, where I live, there is a region, Wallonia, which has banned the plastic bags. Brussels capital is a different story because it's not easy to get everyone in line. Cities are always a bit slow in implementing things, but the direction is there. So they start with the small bags, they are banned. Then they say you have to use the, the cotton ones. Uh, or the reusable bags. So there is a positive direction that that can be implemented. So I think what you do, yeah. the, the action you do is very important at all different levels. So in the local community, in the national media, wherever you have access. And I know it, for you it's not always easy, but as you say, if the group gets bigger, the voice gets louder yeah. and... Uh, eventually you will also be hurt. Exactly, yeah. So sometimes we can go to streets and do some, you know, cleaning. But when you have, we are only picking poison bags and plastic bottles, mm -hmm. as there's no way you can take it for recycling, no. The only way you can, the, the only place where you can dump them when, when you are going to burn them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or else you give it to to this company which is handling the city with garbage collecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there is no way you can take them for recycling. Yeah, actually, Uganda is not focused on climate. Mm. Yeah, it's only we who have wake up and uh, like we want it. We want Uganda to to start focusing most on climate, but for them as their leaders, they don't care as if they don't know, but they know. They you say they, they know, but they act as if it's not there. Exactly. Mm. Because now for them, they are aware of what can happen, what will happen after. But they don't tell people. Mm -hmm. The only thing they can tell you, like at this time, clean, wash your hands. Eh? Mm. With soap, wash every time when you get a chance. That's the thing they are telling us. Mm. But, but even before Corona, these people do, didn't didn't want even to wash their hands. It was not a routine. Mm. So if you tell people, do this, people can do. But because our leaders, they don't have our time, actually. They say they don't have our time. The only time they have, that is when they are going in election, then they have our time. Mm. That's when they will tell you the truth. Do this, do this. But like in this time, mm -mm, they don't care because they know it is not yet time for election. Mm. Yeah. 
So like at this, like before Corona, people were not bothering about anything like sanitation. But now it is just too much. You can say everyone is aware that you have to wash your hands whenever mm-hmm. you die somewhere. But those days, no one could bother. However, they used to teach us at school, but now everyone is aware. So that is the only way can, we can do what? We can mm-hmm. tell people by using media, social media, yep. and full figures, those people, those influentials. They can spread the word. We are not helping for sure. We are not helping. We are, not, we are just suffering alone. That's mm. why when you, are, when you are in this thing of climate, you have to make sure you also become something so that your voice can be heard by many. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that's what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. That's very good. It's a long work. It, it has to involve more people. And I think that's what I understand is, is important to be connected with others who do the same. So that's my wish for you to be in this network of climate activists and also mm-hmm. to be in, in a local group that is really supportive for you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, I visited this website. I like it, eh? the way you organize your things. Eh? Okay. <laughs> I wish to share it with my people. I know they will like it. Yeah, it will be good. I think because you say not everyone has a television, but m- many yes. people have uh, phones, exactly. I think. So they can access if it's audio. Um, mm. Even my dream would be to, to make a radio program. But wow. this podcast is already a good start. But it's like you pay for it, eh? I do pay a small amount monthly to have a better access to, to their platform. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it, man. Too. It is good. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like these musical apps. Yeah, it's good. But for the listeners, it's free. I think only you have to accept some <laughs> advertising, but that's, that's minor. <laughs> yeah, that's minor. Yeah, actually, if it if it is for actually for listeners, they have it has to be for free because mm-hmm. when someone listen would like would like even to come back the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you sent me a link. Even today morning, I was there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of good podcasts to be found. Uh, I try to do one every week. I have yeah. another one in Dutch about what's going on here. So I try to do more and more international because I see there are similar uh, issues in different countries. And we can learn from each other. Yeah. Neombe, yeah. thank you so much for your time. And we will talk you again. Uh, I'm going to have the interview with uh, Herwan next week. So yeah. we'll stay in touch. Okay, man. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Next time. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> next time, better. Webalenio. <laughs> you said Webalenio. <laughs> Webalenio. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Webalenio. Thank you so much. Eh? <laughs> okay. See you next time. Yeah, man.